Hello and welcome to a brand new MyTunes podcast here at manxradio.com. Mark Tiley, the nation station, Manx Radio. Just for a change, as it's the start of a brand new year, I will play a piece of music to start MyTunes, the first MyTunes of the year. There is very good reason for playing that on my tunes this week because my guest is Lauren Berry and Lauren, that used to be part of your working life, didn't it? It did for so many years and I felt like I was about to point out the exits as soon as I could hear the music. <laughs> well, because Lauren, for a few years, was on board with British Airways looking after us in various cabins on long haul, short haul, all sorts of routes and that was very much part of... Well, still is part of British Airways, isn't it? It still is, yeah. I mean, I only left earlier on this year yeah. and we were still using the same boarding music. I think they changed it a little bit over Christmas time but they've had that. It's been a staple lots of people who would be getting on the passengers would say oh as soon as I hear the boarding music I know I'm going home or I know I'm going on holiday and that's very important so Lauren British Airways now Manx Radio will come on to Manx Radio in a moment but how did you get into British Airways so oddly enough when I was doing my bachelor's degree, I had this amazing friend, Grace, and I said to her, I'm going to do my master's next year. And she said, OK, I know this sounds random, but I'm going to come become crew for British Airways. And I was like, that sounds like so much fun. And I remember a few months into doing my master's degree, she came to visit me at university and she showed me pictures of all the places that she had been and photos of her in her uniform looking amazing and showed me her roster and where she was going to be going the next month. And just listening to her life, I thought that's what I need in my life because I'd really not traveled I'd only been on a plane twice before I started and I'd never flown long haul my family we just had never been away together so I thought this sounds like an amazing opportunity so I remember sitting in um, Josh's university house and we were at the computer and I thought I'm just going to submit my application you know the worst thing they can do is say no and I got invited for the open day the assessment day which was so difficult really hard work but it's worth it and before I knew it I got in the first time the first round because there are a few people there who you know it's their sixth or seventh time trying to get in it was um a really hard selection process but I felt like I had just won the lottery when I got in and it was such an amazing thing I'm so glad that I did it and what uh massive company to be a part of and what heritage as well i mean yeah british airways it has such a cachet still doesn't it quintessentially british was yeah. the thing that they always said in training and you want people to feel like they're getting a nice british friendly service with a good cup of tea on board beautiful we're going to talk a lot more about that you mentioned in passing uh university and josh yes uh your beloved my beloved your yes. beloved i did you meet at uni we did yes so oh. i we had known each other for a few years before we were together so we did the same journalism degree we did the same bachelor's degree and he's the year below me so i'd known him for a few years and then it wasn't until i did my master's degree and he was in his final year of his bachelor's that we um decided that we liked each other 
Um, so we'd known each other for a few years before, but he, I think he's very talented, and I think that's also what made me very interested. Now, just tell <laughs> us who this lovely Josh is, in case anyone's wondering. Josh is the ITV reporter for the Isle of Man, so ITV you might have reporter. seen him on your telly at there some you point. <laughs> Mr. ITV for the Isle of Man. I think we should have a bit of your music. We've had a bit of my music. Well, shared music. Shared but music. let's have your first choice. So my first choice is Dream Catch Me by Newton Faulkner. And the reason why I chose this song is because it's the first ever concert that I went to was Newton Faulkner. And ashamed, I'm ashamed to admit, I didn't know who he was before I turned up to the concert. I had just made this friend when I was 11 years old at secondary school. She said, hey, I've got a spare ticket to a concert in Brighton tonight. Do you want to come? And I thought, yeah, why not? And we went. And after that, I thought, gosh, this man is so talented. Um, and I've listened to his music ever since. And the track we're going to have is Dream Catch Me.
Tunes Day 2, first My Tunes for the new year. I know, and I played the first piece of music on it. Lucky me. Well, it was the British Airways tune. It was used, by the way, uh, Lauren Berry is my guest all week. Uh, Lauren, it was used in adverts before it became the cabin music, I think, because it was promoting British Airways for years and years and years. Amazing award-winning TV commercials. Well, come back to British Airways, and uh, certainly today and maybe tomorrow as well. But what drew you to Manx Radio? And tell us what you're doing. So my role is a sponsorships and promotions executive here and we say it's quite like a unicorn role because I do lots of, uh, it's a really varied workload which makes it a lot of fun and makes the days go super quick. I take care of our marketing, of our events that we do, the competitions that we run, all the fun stuff I always say. Um, It feels like such a dream that I get to do this because I remember at university I thought to myself this is kind of if, if I could pick my Um, dream role this would kind of be it you know because I get to do lots of all the bits I enjoy and I get to be creative and it's so much fun and it seems like pure luck that I got the role purely because when I moved over to the island I left BA and I moved over here with no job because Mm. that just seemed like the easiest way to do it and to be honest I just needed a bit of a break to get over the jet lag and I thought you know what the right job is going to come up at the right time and I was applying for a few things but nothing really felt right and then all of a sudden this job came up and Josh was like I think you could do this and I thought I don't know you know it sounds like you know a big role and I'm fresh out of BA and you know and he was like just go for it the worst they can do is say no and I did my research I spent hours and hours preparing my presentation for the interview which I actually enjoyed doing because I got to be creative in that as well and I came into came into Manx Radio and I met everyone and I thought everyone's so nice. I really hope they they let me work here. I hope they hire me, and they did. And it just seems perfect timing, really, that it came up the time that I was moving over and that it was the right job that I wanted. And I'd known about Manx Radio before I moved over here because I had come to visit every month to come visit Josh in between flying. And I'd always heard about Manx Radio and I listened to it. And obviously when I came to visit the TT, I'd seen the the massive presence there. And so I'd already known about the station before, um, but I sort of learned to learned the intricate parts, I suppose, when I was preparing for the interview. Yeah. Well researched and you got the job. And we are delighted to have you Thank with us. Thank you. Now, I know this isn't live on, on telly or anything, but you have to appreciate that Lauren's smile is lighting up this <laughs> studio just as a first-class cabin on a transatlantic <laughs> flight. Your smile is one... Honestly, it really does light up a room. You're so sweet. But it You're does. making me blush now. No, it's See? true. And I don't... It, it's obviously, when you walked in going back to that uh, assessment day that first mm-hmm. time you walked in with the British Airways people they must have looked at you and thought yep customers are going to love her they'll, they'll, <laughs> she'll calm them down she'll be firm but she'll smile and they'll do what she tells them do you know what? It's so funny because I remember I, ha- I had a few passengers who would say to me you're so smiley all the time and I think it's cause, because I got so used to just if I have a positive face on it seems like everything's under control all of the time um, and also I think just naturally if you smile more you do just feel happier so it's much nicer to just go through life smiling a lot and it will tell your brain that you're that you're happy and that everything's okay that it is seems a to work. wonderful <laughs> wonderful philosophy let's have I, I know by the way that, that Lauren loves a bit of country music because she comes into the morning show studio <laughs> every now and then when I'm playing something and she says I like this I so don't. I thought with us in country who have we got so we've got Luke Holmes 
And the song choice is When It Rains It Pours. And the reason why I chose this one is because I think it's so catchy. And one of my best friends, Sarah, introduced me to it. She's a fellow country music lover. She's a cabin manager at BA. And I remember we had a trip to St. Lucia and we were singing country music the entire time because we were working together in the business class cabin. And this song, just whenever I hear it, it just makes me think of her, makes me happy. Sunday morning, man, she woke up fighting mad.
my guest on my tunes, first of the new year, is Lauren Berry, who has an amazing job at Manx Radio making people happy, which she finds easy because she smiles a lot. And she makes us all happy and makes it all work, which is a wonderful thing to do in life. But before she came here, not that long ago, she was whizzing around the skies with British Airways. And I want to go back to that today, Lauren. I want to talk about troublesome customers or, oh, wow. or interesting customers because you must have a load of experiences in your sort of memory bank now thinking, mm-hmm. goodness me, did I really have to do that? Or was that person <laughs> so difficult? Could you share some of those challenging moments with us? Do you know what? It's so funny because sometimes I would come home from flights and I would tell stories like this to my family and friends and they would say, I can't believe that. You have to write a book about that yeah. someday. Um, I think one of my funniest ones is when I had a customer press the call bell and I went over and she was in a more premium cabin and she said I've got a complaint I need to talk to the manager about and I said well can I help you first you know let's see what the problem is see if I can help you and she said I paid for a window seat and I've got a window but it's being blocked by the wing she was like so I can't see the ground and I'm really disappointed and I'd like my money back she couldn't see the ground yeah And I said, oh, I'm so sorry, you know, you paid for a window seat and technically you did get the window. Um, And she was just so upset. She was like, that ginormous wing is just taking up so much of the room. And I thought, well, this 777 aircraft isn't going to get very far without that ginormous wing. So it does have to stay there, unfortunately. Um, But it was one of those things that when she said it, I thought, is she making a joke at first? And then I thought, no, no, she's not joking. Okay, I'm going to take this seriously. You know what? I I know what she's saying. Yeah. It, it does seem a bit daft, but if you're looking out the window and all you see is grey wing, I, and if you really wanted to see the ground to feel comfortable, maybe it was a fear thing. Probably, She'd like yeah. to see the ground or the sea. Oh, it's going to be clouds anyway, most of the time. Yeah. Alcohol on aeroplanes. Oh, my goodness. Now, is it just because you're high up that alcohol does funny things to you or just that some people just drink far too much on aeroplanes? I think it's a, it's a multitude of many things. So, first of all, you're your blood is thinner so you get drunk a lot quicker and a lot of people don't realize that and when I tell them they go that's not true and I say well you've only had one vodka and you're already slurring your words I was like whereas on the ground you probably could handle five and you'd be fine but I think it's also a case of a lot of people because in the later stages I only flew long haul and the majority of flights took off early in the morning and a lot of people had probably had not very much sleep they were really excited and they've not eaten anything because sometimes you know if you're nervous before a flight you don't want to eat anything and so they would get on board and they'd have a drink at half past eight in the morning and by sort of 11am, an hour and a half into the flight, they would be steaming because, you know, that's just what happens. And I don't judge them because I think to myself, do you know what, they've probably saved up for a really long time to go on this holiday. It's, you know, it's only when they start throwing fists that I start to have a problem with it. Has that happened? <laughs> oh, yeah, it happens quite ha- quite often, what, really? actually. Really? Getting people getting really agitated? Yeah. yeah um, I mean, part of the training is that you learn how to, ha- how to restrain a passenger if you have to because sometimes say for example if you're over the Atlantic Ocean you can't just divert because it's just the Atlantic Ocean beneath you Um, so you have to learn how to restrain them until you can get somewhere safely and the police can come aboard the aircraft but I've had quite a few times where you know someone's just been awful and we've had to just get the police to meet us just for everyone's safety really take them off yeah and I think you know as they're walking off they get a bit embarrassed and I think oh do you know what I don't think they'll do it again no (laughs) I one would hope not here's another thing now I either read this or dreamt it your taste buds change Mm -hmm. at altitude and that's why airplane food has to be tastier 
than if it was being served at ground level. Is that true? That is true, yeah. Ah, so okay. when it comes, I didn't dream it then. No, no, absolutely not. So when they're creating the food and when they're testing the new menu, they have to add in extra bits, say like extra oil, extra flavours, extra sugar, because otherwise when you're in the air, you won't be able to taste it. It's the same sense of lots of people wouldn't drink a Bloody Mary on the ground, but in the air they'll drink it because in the air their taste buds prefer it a bit more. With the Worcester sauce? Yeah. Because you can taste it. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had anybody on the wrong plane? Um, luckily, no. No. No, because we did have to check on long haul. We did have to check their boarding passes before they got on. So they got like triple checked before they yeah. got on just yeah. to make sure. Because that's a long way to go if you're going the wrong way. Because I've watched Home Alone a few times over the festive season. Mm-hmm. And I'm just thinking, poor old Kevin getting on the wrong plane. Oh, gosh, yeah. <laughs> that's everyone's worst nightmare. Let's have a fabulous song. What's our third song? Our third song is by Mumford and & Sons. And the song choice is There Will Be Time. And the reason for this is because there is the first time I'd ever heard this song was the live version. And it was recorded in South Africa Live, which is one of my favourite countries. Well, I'm going to dig that live version out. Oh, that would be amazing. Let's get it. Let's find it. It is fantastic. And I just think to myself, if I could hear this live at a concert, I think I would cry with happiness. To me, Alan, and what me eat them? What I'm holding me, holding me, what me cold I live to love and adore you. It's all that I am. It's all that I have in the cold light I live. I only live for you. It's all that I am. It's all that I have. Mmm,
We've been all over the world with our guest this week to welcome in the new year, Lauren Berry, who was wonderful on board British Airways long-haul aeroplanes, giving people far too many Bloody Marys. Oh, no, not too many, just enough to keep them quiet. But now she's an integral part of Manx Radio. You told us earlier on in the week what the job is, but what is your personal sort of checklist? What, what would you like to do to us all here at Manx Radio? What have you got up your sleeve? I think I want everyone to know all the great stuff that we do here. And yeah. it's not until I sort of started working here and working at all the events we do and all the partnerships with, you know, other businesses or whatever. And I realised, gosh, there's so many great things that we do. And I think it'd be really great to shout about them a little bit because, you know, people here work really hard and they create amazing content. And, you know, we really put a lot of effort into some things that we do in the community. And I just think it's really good to share that with people. Um and it's it's stuff that I enjoy. I enjoy doing the marketing parts, the social media and yeah, just helping presenters create fun things for their shows because that's fun as well. Now, the thing is, with a radio station, we go on, I go on the radio, everyone goes on the radio and you're literally preaching to the converted because if you're listening to Manx mm -hmm. Radio, that's fine. Yeah. What we have to do, I guess, is look at how to get to people who aren't currently listening to what we're talking about now. Yeah. They're not listening to this show. How, how do we get hold of them? I suppose the best way to do it is to look at when we're trying to attract new listeners, we need to think about what they're going to be interested in because there's parts of Manx Radio that will appeal to everyone. I think it's just a lot of people don't know about them, which is why it's really important to try and highlight the variety of shows and content that we have here because we do have something for everyone and it's just trying to get that out you know, to everyone so that they'll think, oh, actually, I didn't know that you had a show about that. That's something that I'm really interested in or I like that music genre or, you know, I don't have any plans on a Friday night and I'd actually really like to sit in and just listen to some good music by myself, you know. So, yeah, it's just about showing everyone what we've got to offer. Do you think the podcasts help? Because you can dip in and out of podcasts yeah. anytime you choose. Yeah, exactly. When you're walking the dog, when you're yeah. going to the gym. I love listening to them on planes because often... If I listen to music, I'll fall asleep. Whereas a podcast, you know, it keeps you awake, keeps you interested. And also, I think that it makes the flight go way quicker. When you go to manxradio.com and you spool through the podcast, talk about a range. I mean, some mm -hmm. of them now are not part of the output. They are specifically designed to be listened to as podcasts. I think that's really important as well. So it's like an adventure. Absolutely. Go in that barrel of fun yeah. and see if you can find something that you like. Yeah, and absolutely. I think it's good to have a, a big variety of things as well and a variety of different lengths of podcasts. And it's just good because, like you said, you don't have to tune in at a certain time on a certain day every week. You can listen to it as and when. You can listen to it at 2 o'clock in the morning or, you know, 5 o'clock when you're making dinner. It's completely up to you. Although 5 p.m. for dinner, I know that's early for a lot of no, people, no, I've no. discovered. <laughs> I'm an early I'm an early dinner eater. Well, if you start early, you need to eat early. And it's always <laughs> better to eat a bit earlier before, before you go, long, not too late before you go to bed. Exactly. That's what I was always Better told. for your digestion. Your journalism, it was a journalism course, wasn't it? It was, yes. Yeah, so I did yeah. a bachelor's in journalism and then my master's was in journalism and communications. So really, you're drawing on that master's for this job, yeah, journalism absolutely. and communications. Yeah, I think I was quite lucky with my bachelor's degree. It was multimedia journalism. So it wasn't just about print journalism. A lot of it was digital. So we learned how to do videography and photography, photo editing, things like that, which have been really, really beneficial in helping me in this role as well. And the master's was better at sort of honing in 
the theory behind communications and the psychology behind people and how you know how to make stuff that's going to appeal to a lot of people basically well we are blessed to have you on board the good ship the airship max radio (laughs) cruising (laughs) cruising at 420 feet above sea level or thereabouts we have now i'm looking at this list i wasn't expecting this talk us into this last june okay so One thing that a lot of people don't know about me, unless you went to um, secondary school with me, is that I used to be what would be considered a hardcore believer. And I was obsessed with Justin Bieber for so many years. I'd first found him on YouTube before Baby came out, which was, or is it one time... I can't remember which one was his big break, but I'd watched him on YouTube for a really long time before he got discovered by Scooter Braun. And... I remember just thinking, gosh, I am so obsessed with this boy. And I was, I must have been, gosh, what, 11 years old or something. Um, first celebrity well, crush. He was only nine, of course. He was he was so young at the time. <laughs> and I think to myself, how can you have that much talent at that young age? And then all of a sudden, everyone knew who he was. And I was like, well, I've known him for years. He and was I've, mine. He, he was, was your... mine. Yeah. I listened to him for years. And I think that as he's got older, his voice has just only got better. And when I listen to his new music, it appeals to me just as much as his old music did when I was younger. So I just think he's a very talented guy. Well, he's been in the business a long time and he has developed, as you say, as a fully rounded artist. What track are we going to finish up with? I've chosen Anyone, which is a newer one of his, but I just think it's so beautiful. Lauren, thank you for the week and thank you for being part of Manx Radio. Thank you for having me. Dance with me under the diamonds See me like breath in the cold Sleep with me here in the silence Come kiss me silver and gold You say that I won't lose you But you can't predict the future So just hold on like you will never let go Yeah, if you ever move on without me I need to make sure you know
Justin Bieber, the final choice of my MyTunes guest, Lauren Berry. Fantastic week. Thank you, Lauren. And all the best to you and, uh, well, a relatively new start at Manx Radio. I'm Mark Tiley. Join me when you can for the morning show, 9.30 to 12, Monday to Friday.